Justin. So, Zach. What are we doing here? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> um, I, I don't know about you, but Mandy and I have decided we're doing like a dry January type of thing. Really? Yeah. In fact, I'm drinking a non-alcoholic beer and it's actually really good. Huh. Where is it? Uh, yep. What's the, what's the NA beer? Um, Athletic Brewing Company. Where did the, where is yeah. that made? Um, Connecticut, I think. Uh, yeah, Connecticut. Um, yeah, it's a hazy IPA. They do like stouts and porters and stuff, and like lagers. So it's a it's a not like an old duels. Yeah, nothing like it. It's like a legit craft beer, but like less than 05 percent alcohol. Uh. I'm trying to think if I already failed at dry January. Uh, yes, because we had a New Year's Eve. We had a New Year's Eve wedding, so I rolled into the New Year uh, drunk, literally. <laughs> yeah. um, well, to be totally transparent uh, and honest, we—I didn't start until the third okay. because I was—I was off until the second, and I wanted to, you know, uh, send off my um, uh, sobriety. Got it. Off to a great start. So, but okay. Yeah. So wait. So so um, I like the cold opener. Should we have some sort of formality, like a little bit of an intro, if this is actually going out into the world? Probably. Um, I, 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 I figured. I, yeah, I figured. I mean, also no, I love. Like, a, I love wait. a cold opener. I absolutely yeah, do. Yeah. That's how they should be. Yeah. I mean, like I don't know. Sometimes, like when it's like, oh, oh hey, I'm so and so. It's so and so. Right. It can get a little like uh, wonky. I agree, but maybe maybe we should um, talk about why we're why we're talking to each other on fancy microphones on a Monday night, right? Yes, we should. Okay, so this was just yeah. like so we've been we've been talking about a podcast mm -hmm. specifically surrounding food, cooking, yes. all things, really all things food, because. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, I feel like passionate is too soft of a word, right? I think obsessive or obsessed, uh, we are obsessed with food. Is that fair? Yes. I'd say that's fair. Um, I don't know how you feel about the term foodie. <laughs> I'm sure you feel I'm sure you feel the way I do, and I'm sure a lot of people yeah. will probably be mad yeah. at me saying saying this, but like uh we're we're beyond foodies. And I as it, much as I hate that word. I agree. I agree. And it's um, the joy that I have talking to you and, and you and you and Mandy about food. Uh, it, it's pretty um, it's pretty immense. So uh, we feel like every conversation we have, um, we should just record them. <laughs> I think so, too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. here we are. Um, here we are. This is, um, this is episode one. This is indeed episode one, or maybe an episode uh, point five. Uh, it could be. So we'll, we'll we'll see how it goes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah. Um. I'm glad glad we're actually starting to do this. So I guess I will start yeah. things off. So Mandy sent me an article today. I don't know if you've heard, but. The restaurant Noma. Noma. I knew, I knew is, that. Is, I knew that was going to yeah, happen. I knew that was the conversation that was. Yeah. Coming. Um. Yeah. It's closing, and apparently they're just like 
gonna make it into a laboratory. I I saw that. Um, obviously, I'm as familiar as I could be with Noma living in Western Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, yeah. and not not travel to Denmark. Um, right. But uh, um, what's his name? Renee. Uh, whatever his name is, Renee is um, is kind of the premier uh chef of the world right it's the number one restaurant in the world mm -hmm. is, yeah. I, I did read somewhere that like they were kind of relied a lot on like volunteer and free work to be profitable i don't know if that's true but i was sort of perusing um i mean it makes sense because if you want to have if you want to be the number one restaurant, like you have to devote so much time and effort um, right. into keeping it the number one restaurant in the world. And, you know, I saw something about like, he's closing it cause it's not sustainable, which makes sense. I mean, you can't, how long can you keep a restaurant open? Just relying on volunteer work. Right. I mean, the labor that would have to go into, um, those dishes is it's uh, insane it's absolutely crazy yeah. it's absolutely crazy now would um it's it's the the pinnacle for fine dining uh i love a nice meal as you know i love a absolutely greasy, i also love a greasy meal you know i don't oh, i don't know yeah. i think yeah. i think a greasy meal could be just as good but it is probably an experience i wonder if um it is as good as it is you know like if i flew to 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 denmark to go to noma so i'm already thousands of dollars into this trip right solely right. for noma and i i'd yeah. imagine it's like a thousand dollars ahead i don't know probably it's, we, don't, it's we, actually, we don't do research on these things What's that? mandy mandy actually did she looked okay. up how much it would cost uh per person just to like book a seat and it's like 532 american dollars that's not as bad as for, i thought it would yeah, be there's for, no way they can make menu. money there's no way they can make money on that yeah yeah and like 20 know, people man. touch like, every every dish 20 people yeah you're like there's just like a group of chefs granted i've never been in a, in a professional kitchen before i don't know what goes down you know there but just there's watching somebody just, documentaries and there's somebody just dusting arugula leaves like that's their right. whole job yeah. all day and the, yeah, one leaf at a time like, put they're just dusting of, them of flowers and yeah they're things, putting gold and... leaf on a petal to then put that yeah. petal on your dish yeah and very labor intensive like, and i yeah i totally agree not doubting that for one second um but in terms of like if we were to go there and if it'd be worth it i guess like it just it depends because depends on like what you're into depends on like mm -hmm. you know it's everything so subjective and like i know i could i'm probably gonna ramble a lot but mm -hmm. you know this is somebody's like art like this is their it craft is. i and, agree with that i agree with you that. know it's a vision. and it's, it's yeah, truly exa a vision. exactly yeah. yeah exactly just like you can go to any you know greasy restaurant not like you know you can go to a really nice burger restaurant and that's somebody's crap. That's somebody's art. 
And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, you can get a really nice well-made burger for like 12 bucks. And I would be just as satisfied with that as if I were to possibly go spend 400 some dollars at a restaurant and be slightly disappointed. Yeah. I, 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 it, I would, you'd have so much hype. Like your expectations would be so high. Um, yeah. I think of all the places I would like to go uh, for like a, like a crazy food experiences would probably be Massimo Batura's in Italy. And in, in, um, yes. I think that's probably at the top of my list I, because Absolutely. he, he sort of exude, he's sort of like a larger than life person that exudes mm-hmm. uh, every, like joy, you know, like how could you not yeah. enjoy that experience? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I did, I did read some of that uh, seeing that Noma closed. Um, so there, he's just going to convert it to like a, a test kitchen test lab do crazy stuff um i think i ha- I have the noma fermentation book behind me i thought you did i thought you told yeah. me about that let me I see do. here i do this is um, a collection of cookbooks right here all of our cookbooks are upstairs we don't have nearly as, as many no these are <laughs> art books oh. art, no <laughs> half of these are art books. picture picture uh, books um but yeah, man, I don't know. It's um, it, it's sad to see a restaurant like that close and to see someone's vision kind of fade away due to, you know, it just not being sustainable. Um, I'm guessing people being... just staged there to have it on a resume, and that's the quote-unquote free labor, you know, just people out of, like, fine culinary school that wanted Noma on their resume, which yeah. probably... A, puts a lot of people in pretty good restaurants because they worked there, you know? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, that gives them the, the experience to open their own restaurant, their own experience, their own vision. How old, how long were they open? Um, I want to say since oh, 2003. Oh, I mean, okay. Yeah, so that's a good, that's a good run. I mean, I feel like It'll be there 21 years, then. right? They're closing at the end of this year, so yeah, 20 yeah. over 20 years. That's a, that's a pretty good run for a restaurant. Oh, absolutely. Um, oh, I also, well, I'm sorry I couldn't eat there. Yeah, I mean, I that would be. I would always talked about going to to Copenhagen. I think that'd be really awesome, beautiful place to visit. Um, but yeah, no, it's sad to see a restaurant like that close. It'll be interesting to see what he does in the future. Mm-hmm. I know he opened up a restaurant in Mexico. He opened up a Noma, a Noma restaurant in Mexico. Um, yes. I want to say it was like a few years back. Um, and I assume that's staying open then, huh? Oh, that, that's permanently closed too. Oh, geez. Yeah. Rene Redzippi. Yeah. And the Mexico one was seven hundred fifty dollars. American. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, that's crazy. Um. But yeah, I mean, I appreciate what he does. You know, using ingredients that are native to he, for, he forages the areas. a lot. Yeah. 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 It is cool. Um, I think is yeah. is I think there's a chef's table. Or one of those like made for Netflix 
uh, mm-hmm. shows on Noma. That is really spectacular. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it, it, you're right. It is art, and uh, I think that's why we like making food, right? Mm-hmm. Like we both went to art school, different, slightly different paths, but um, I don't know about you, but I feel like today in my life, like we both work in the design world. Um, mm-hmm. at, you know, re- I would say relatively similar weirdly similar paths, I guess. Um, but I find cooking to be the only time that I am like a hundred percent focused on a thing. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of like, you know, flow, like when you're actually just like in it and mm-hmm. you're chilling and you're moving, um, yeah. Andy, and um, there, there isn't, uh, there isn't uh, other. Hi, sorry, I'm, I'm drinking. I see that. He's drinking San Pellegrino out of a like, cor- like you're on the bear. Container. Yeah, yeah. I always drink out of those. Jess hates it. <laughs> makes it very uncouth but um and also it. it's like the only creative it's like the most creative i've been you know in and in, in mm-hmm. a long time because yeah. uh it's it's uh j- like jazz right just making stuff yeah just scatting scatting away scatting away yeah like no no recipes no script you know yeah it's making food. um I don't know about you, but like whenever I see a recipe, I like to skim through it and just like kind of like want to do my own thing. Yeah, always use, every use, time. Like use, I always use recipes as like guides and uh, yeah. just kind of like wing it. Yeah, and I then read them- a couple and then understand how the thing works, mm-hmm. uh, and then do whatever approximation I have with the ingredients I have on hand. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, half the times I do that, it doesn't work because I actually should have like sat and read each step. But for the most part, I mean, yeah. if you're not baking, it's fine. Oh yeah, baking. I'm I'm like all in, all in on baking. Follow every single step. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What did you have tonight? What did you make for dinner? So it was a steakhouse night at, at Hawthorne Avenue. Um, my okay. mom, my mom got us. And I'm probably gonna go on off of, uh, on a tangent. So she bought us each of my siblings and I uh, boxes of Omaha steaks. Okay. Um, and it, in each box, it comes with like a fillet, already made meatballs. Was this for Christmas? Hamburgers. It, it was for Christmas. Yeah. Um, and then like apple dumplings and like scalloped potatoes oh. and like the and like the whole thing. Um, so. I took, you know, two of the fillets, sous vide them with some thyme, garlic, olive oil for about like an hour and a half or so, seared them off, made some cream spinach, and then baked potato. Super simple, like yeah, nothing nothing fancy, you know, it's but just good good food. Mandy was really in the mood for a baked potato, so I told her I could go for it. I um never am in the mood for a baked potato. <laughs> Never what? something I and we I like weirdly never cram a baked potato. I don't know why. Oh man, 
You've never had a good baked potato. Probably that might be true. Yeah, I don't even <laughs> cook them because I'm like, meh. I'd rather have potatoes so many other ways. I, I think potatoes are amazing. They're oh, they unbelievable. Are. Like, yeah. But One for some reason, foods. the baked potato doesn't hit for me. Yeah. Well, you should if you ever decide you want a baked potato, uh, follow the America's Test Kitchen recipe. Okay. Like what kind of potato you... are you using? What's the oh, potato? Just a, a, a russet. I just find russets are better. You are better for baked potatoes. Yeah. And your wrap? You wrap them in foil. You put them in the oven. What do you no, do? No. So, so the recipe for America's Test Kitchen is you, you pierce them with a fork on all sides, and then you make a a brine like a just salt water brine, and then you roll the potatoes in it. Then okay. you bake that. Then you bake them in an oven, and the water dehydrates and like basically dries out the skin and then oh, you brush it with, okay. then you brush it with oil brush the skin with oil pop it back in the oven for like 10 minutes and this is all at like a 450 degree oven and so then when they come out pretty hot yeah pretty yeah pretty hot and so when they come out the skin is really crispy then you cut the skin open so all the steam can come out so it doesn't make it like really dense it makes it like nice and fluffy and then the skin is like salty and crisp and really tasty. I think that they're never salty. And I mean, I know they're never salty enough. And uh, I just don't like dumping salt on things after I eat. But that's that's a good idea. Yeah. Like how you can't really affect. Well, I figured you couldn't really effectively salt a potato before you <laughs> cut it open and cook it. But if you pierce it and like cover it in a salt solution, that's a good idea. Mm -hmm. huh. yeah. yeah, I don't know. They, they just are always like this, you know, in my opinion. I'm gonna. I am gonna try this because I do. I genuinely love potatoes. I love mashed potatoes. I love mm -hmm. roasted potatoes, uh, baked potatoes. Not my thing, but maybe they will be now. Give it a shot. Might change your life. I'm, I'm gonna change that. I, I think it might. It might. It might. Yeah, I feel like we could have a, a whole episode on just on potatoes alone. Oh, without a doubt. Like, just so good. Potatoes. Potatoes. Mm -hmm. I love to make um so uh maybe we'll we, we'll sa we'll save some for episode 3 potatoes but um <laughs> so uh, episode I, 2 <laughs> I don't know um I like to uh take uh just like the minis and just roast the you know living crap out of them like just you know the small mm -hmm. potatoes um yeah. super crunchy uh, sometimes I smash them and re-roast them. Sometimes I don't. Mm. Just kind of depends. But for me, I like to make like a gojujan, uh, like uh, sauce, like a dipping sauce mm, for mm -hmm. them that I like put on the plate and put the potatoes on top of. It's like Ooh. mayo, sour cream, gojujan. Sometimes there's something sweet in there, maybe maple or honey. Mm. Mm. Ooh, mm. that sounds really good. Yeah, you can use yogurt. And mayo too. You don't have to use sour cream. Yeah, you must use mayo though. Oh, absolutely, QP. I'm, I'm assuming. I, actually, I, I have Dukes on hand, so it's usually Dukes. Oh, uh, I mean Dukes is good too. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, no. But, if you have QP, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, with yeah. the Gosher for sure. I said, can you even get QP in your neck of the woods up there? No. Maybe I could maybe ask my grocery store to pick it up for me. I'll text him. I'll text Alan. He's my guy. Oh, oh so you're, you're actually on a first name basis with a, a grocery store guy. Oh, it's on a first name basis on every, everybody. It's I live in the smallest town, man. 
<laughs> who do you want me to get a hold of? You know, I, I text the chief of police here, <laughs> district attorney, my very good friend, district attorney. You know, these are these are things that matter. Yeah. Yeah, perks of living <laughs> in a small town, that's for sure. Yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, you can't get coupe mayo, but if you go to jail, um, you know, you'll have a, you'll have a way out because you'll know somebody. Yeah, yeah, dude, get out on the phone, get some coupe. Yeah, I will do that. Um, I'll just run down there tomorrow morning and say, "Hey, can we get this?" Yeah, <laughs> be like, "What is this? What's it? What's the shelf life on on QP? Um, I don't know, but I will find out. Um, if it's pretty good, then he, I'd feel bad if they like order a case. I'm the only schmuck in town trying to buy. You know, my I can't, um, you know, eat all the mayos. Uh, ten to twelve months. Oh, so, uh, right. yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. Does it have? It, it has. <laughs> I'm just trying to think because it's like the weirdest packaging. It's like it is mayonnaise with a weird little baby on it, <laughs> and um, I'm just trying to think of like people going in there and being like, "What in the hell is this weird ba baby mayo?" <laughs> baby, you know? baby mayo. Yeah, it's a weird package. It's good though. My goodness, it it's is. good. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, it's like sweeter, a little bit sweeter. And like, I don't know. I, it's hard to describe. Eggier, sweeter. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Either way, it's good. Oh, let me ask you about this. So you yeah. you just had a birthday. You just celebrated your thirty sixth birthday. They say. Oh, uh, I wish thirty seven. You're thirty seven. Thirty seven. Yeah. Why are you so much older than me? I have no idea. I'm not happy about it. Well, what so did you do for your birthday? Um, so typically, um, you know, like we go somewhere, like we'll go out to the woods, we're in a cabin, go hiking, mm -hmm. whatever. Um, but the, the, so we wanted to go to Hawking Hills, Ohio and the prices, okay. Airbnb prices were insane. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. I saw um, prices have been real crazy lately. Uh, yeah. like it's almost like hotels have been more affordable. Like it's sort of starting yeah. to flip a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that, that was pretty unfortunate so we just decided to have a house party and have people over and oh, um nice. i made a porchetta oh, um beautiful i have to say though man i was a little underwhelmed i was a little disappointed and i will tell really? you why i, I will yeah. tell you why so uh, like a month in advance there was a new let me back up. so there's a new butcher that opened up in lawrenceville uh, okay um, i know where this is going okay and i called like a month ahead and you know reserved a, a porchetta cut so for people who don't know the porchetta cut is uh the pork belly with the loin attached to it right so it's easier to roll up and and it's basically like an italian style pork roast it's delicious so i called and reserved this, it's literally you know, a cut. side of a pork like if you think it's, of yeah yeah, exactly. Like 50 percent of the pork, you know, like if you yeah. slice it down yeah. the middle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Back to front. Yeah. And so I, I called ahead, ordered this like a month in advance, just like a half slab, still like like 13 pounds. It was it was still pretty big. Um, and so I got it and I took it home and they cut the skin off. Oh, but that's the yeah, get that get gets the cracklies. Exactly. It gets the crispy and the cracklies. Exactly. And so I was not able to get the the crackly bits, 
and the part of the fat that rendered and got a little crispy, it all just like kind of slid off. Right. Right. And so I mean, that's, that was, that's the beauty of the bruschetta because when you roll it, you have like the crust, mm -hmm. the meat butter, Mm -hmm. And then the meat and the herbs and it's like an amazing experience because the crust holds it yeah. all together. And that like all I wanted for my 37th birthday was that crust. <sighs> I did not get that crust. So it was it was a little disappointing. Well, I'm sorry, and it wasn't yeah. it wasn't it wasn't cheap either. It was no, I'm it was sure it wasn't cheap. Yeah. Did you ask them like why the heck they took the skin off or um no, I just I didn't like, I didn't realize until I got home. And so, eh, it is what it is. Like, yeah, I'm like, maybe it's so, something that you need to, uh, um, you know, just ask for, hey, keep the skin on. Yeah. Which, yeah. I mean, it's, it's fine. Like, the meat itself was delicious. Like, I'm sure, sure. it was a, you, you know, uh, humanely raised and, uh, animal. So I'm not gonna, you know, you know, complain about the actual meat itself um it's just next time i know that to to specify, ask, keep, yeah, to, to keep the skin on keep that skin so what did you uh put all inside of it all the herbs all the bits uh rosemary fresh rosemary parsley uh lots of garlic orange zest and some calabrian chilies mm. did you make sandwiches or just eat them like by the slabs so I basically like I like cut like sliced the whole thing uh and just like left it in a crock pot and then people could just like make sandwiches or eat it by itself. Um but I also made like a nice salsa verde to go with it. Very nice. So, yeah, so that was that was the the main the main event for that. And I made some like crispy roast potatoes, panzanella salad, had like a huge mm. like charcuterie board. Um and I made some delicious excuse me, Tuscan white beans, oh. like creamy Tuscan white beans, which um, I've got these beans from a company called Rancho Gordo. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of them. No, I'm going to write that down. Rancho Gordo. Yes. Do they come Rancho dry Gordo. or canned? They're, they're dry, but they are um, heirloom beans, and they have, like, so many different varieties. Um, okay. And we got, like, small white beans and, like, uh, these beans called Royal Corona, which are bigger than Giganti beans. And okay. they're really, they're really, really good. They're really big, but they're really, really good. So how did you make the beans, the white beans? Do you, so soak them, do you have to soak them overnight and then cook them? Yeah, soak them overnight. Um, and it was, it was tricky because we wanted to mix the, the white beans and like the small beans and the big beans together. So I had to start the big beans off. Let mm. them cook down until they were like slightly al dente. Then throw the small beans in, and then cook those all together. And then the smaller beans would like break open, and all the starches would you know really thicken it mm -hmm. up. Mm -hmm. So they were more of like the the base for the white beans, and then the big ones would give you like the texture. Nice. Yeah. Sounds good. It was really good. Really, Very really nice. good. Yeah. But, underrated uh, beans. Oh, they're so underrated. Love yeah. beans. Love, love beans. Um, yeah. They're just like potatoes. Like they're like you could just you could do so much with them. You can. You definitely can. Yeah. 
But uh, what did you do for New Year's? I was at a wedding. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So we were at a wedding. Um, it's fine because I actually hate New Year's. Like generally, I think it's always a bust. Um, <laughs> so it was actually fun to have plans and have plans with a bunch of a big group of other people. Um, it was really fun. It was a long day. I, you know, like the ceremony was you know, fairly early and we went past midnight. So that does make for a long wedding, uh, which only means people drink more and (laughs) sort of roll out of the, the, the the reception hall. But um, no, it was fun. Yeah. And it was nice that uh, I had Sunday and Monday to kind of recover before I had to return back to work. Yeah. Uh, It's always, it's always the roughest. Like when you have a week off and then you have to go back to work. Yeah, I feel like, I, I, especially after this, um, I took like a week and a half or something. And uh, I felt like I needed a vacation from the vacation because we had a big uh, Christmas Eve Eve party here. Um, so we had like a bunch of you know friends over uh, that Friday, which was like negative 12 degrees and like yeah like the the real temperature not like the feels like temperature the real temperature was like (laughs) negative 12 it was so cold uh but we had a big party it was fun thankfully we didn't lose power uh we had plenty of heat um they're actually (laughs) in our kitchen the the original window like you know this is old house and everything the original windows in this house are so much better than whatever they replaced them with in like the 80s or 90s so the kitchen has like these crappy replacement windows and there was actually snow building up on the window ledge inside the house because it was like blowing up and in so that was oh my god but um the party was fun uh made a ton of food um People brought stuff, uh, you know, just drink, make make cocktails. I'm beginning more into making cocktails too, like yeah. uh, different ones. Just nothing crazy. Some classics, um, you know. So that's fun. Negronis are my go-to. I'm sort of shifting mm-hmm. towards gin. A lot of gin drinks. I, I like yeah. gin more, a little bit less, a um, little bit more now than I, you know, the the bourbons and the ryes, um, mm-hmm. which I used to like. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I still still drink a Manhattan, but um, <laughs> I think there's a lot of, a lot of cool nuance in gin that I'm just sort of discovering, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's definitely like a more unique flavor profile. Than, yeah. And, than... and I feel like, like the, like the herbal and the botanical, you know, like you don't really get herbal and botanical, obviously with, with like whiskey just hits you, it hits you. And um, it's, it's good, but uh I can I can have a gin and tonic with six different gins, and mm-hmm. they can be really really different, you know. Yeah, and they're just that simple of a drink. Changing the type of the type of gin, whether it's Dutch gin, uh, London dry gin, some other you know weird something gin, like mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff going on, you know. So yeah, it's been fun, and I don't get like I don't feel like crap the next day either, which which helps. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's good. Um, you should check out Drink Masters on Netflix if you haven't already. I did. I watched it. There was a guy Pittsburgh on that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he's apparently he's a consultant for the Deschamps group. Yeah, I think he was at uh, Pull That Blue, right? 
Is that the group I, that he was there? Is that that group? I, th I think oh, yeah. he worked at Bullet. Yeah, yeah he worked at Bullet. 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 Yeah. Nice. But Which yeah, um, are that meal we had there? One of the best yeah. meals of 2022. Even though just like threw a bottle of wine on your pants. Yeah. Yeah. I still remind her that every time when she starts talking real erratically with her hands. I was like, you remember that time that you pushed two full glass no, one full glass and one empty glass on the on my on my lap? Yeah, I know it twice. Yeah, that guy didn't yeah. I will have to say that their server was fabulous and he did bring me oh, a yeah. drink uh on the house, which he didn't have to do. I could have rang my jeans out into the cup. <laughs> but yeah yeah great yeah great great service there um yeah it was yeah, good and, good like, meal food. yeah yeah i would i would probably say that's probably my favorite restaurant in pittsburgh right now i probably agree with you i would agree yeah. with you yeah um even though we are going to morcia for mandy's birthday in uh in february which i'm really looking forward to good. um yeah I I do love that that restaurant a lot. Um, we had a rehearsal dinner there, which mm -hmm. they were fabulous to work with. Um, I think it has shifted. It sh I think it has changed from the time it's open to and, and you know their previous. I guess the, they overlap, but Cure, you know, Cure was such a fabulous restaurant as well, uh, mm -hmm. and that closed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm interested to see. Let me know. Uh, what you think? I haven't been to Mercy in a little bit. Um, I'm anxious to go back to. Yeah, I, you, actually, the best pandemic meals, uh, like lockdown COVID lockdown meals, were mm -hmm. Morcia pickups. We that was a, actually that was our New Year's 20, 2020, 2021 New Year's Eve was uh, Morcia uh, to go, and it was so freaking mm -hmm. good. It was so good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we haven't been there since our fourth anniversary um so it's it's definitely been a while it's been six years um dang so yeah. really it's been yeah, that long yeah yeah Manny and i've been together for a long time been married for a long time 10 years congrats thanks what do you get what's the 10-year anniversary um uh, I don't even know, man. I don't even, I don't even keep track to all this. I mean, we yeah, we no. did for like the like the first. I think the year, first kinda... first one's like paper, and the second one's like wood or something. Uh, ten year anniversary gift. Tin or aluminum? Perfect. Some Reynolds wrap. <laughs> or a, or a new all clad pan. Oh, yeah, yeah. There you go. Did you? Oh, so speaking of, um, did you get any good? Um, uh, kitchen related food related uh gifts or give any food related gifts this holiday season um so we just got the omaha steaks from my mom mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's the only as the only gift um but i did buy mandy a all clad measuring cup kit for christmas oh like the like the measuring set mm-hmm yeah, well, and it's so just they like steel cups. Yep, they're awesome. Nice, really. Yeah, they're really, yeah, they're really, really nice. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that's that's basically it. I mean, we went to the all clad sale with our. Um, do you know Court Courtney and Alex Bancone? Yeah. So we went with them to the all clad okay. sale back in like November. Mm -hmm. um, 
and we got some stuff then. Um, got like a new roasting pan, and then we got ourselves like a little one quart saucepan, which is like big enough for like two eggies. And um, and yes, I'm going to be saying eggies a yeah. lot on that. One. <laughs> you better say eggies. <laughs> and it's like the per- it's like the perfect pot for like one big cup of hot chocolate. And it's like our new favorite pot. It's awesome. Nice, nice. Yeah, it's so small. Got, it's so great. Jess got me this. Uh, it's actually handy here. Uh, I didn't have this on camera, but this is a book. It's called The Spice Companion. Oh, it is so cool, cool. Um, because it uh, gives you a lot of background. But it has it has every spice in this oh, book. Nice every spice in this book and it gives you a breakdown and explains what it is explains kind of like what you can pair it with uh what kind of blends you typically find it in um it's really really neat and there's i mean there's spices in here that i never heard of um which you know means i'm going to look and find those things and try to use them so yeah uh really 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 cool really 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 cool uh it's it's like a total reference book it's really pretty the inside's really pretty I love books like that. Nice. Awesome. It's not prescriptive at all. It's just like it's a it's a creative launch pad. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I was pretty happy. Nice. I was like, dang, Jess, this is a good <laughs> gift. Wow. <laughs> I got you a blanket, you know. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um Mandy got me an AeroPress for for christmas oh i never used one yeah. uh, do you like it i do i love it it's it's really awesome it's uh it's really unique um because like I've, I've heard about them watch videos about them but to yeah, actually use yeah. it it's 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 really cool um it, like there's so many different text and techniques you can do and it's crazy just by the um, like how hot the water the temperature of the water can drastically change like the flavor oh yeah Hundred um, percent. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's crazy, and there's like AeroPress champ world championships, and you can like get yeah. the recipes from like the winner of like the championship, and it's it's crazy. It's so how how uh, finely ground does the coffee have to be for the AeroPress? Quite fine? um, not as fine as espresso, like a little bit okay. on the coarser side. Okay. Um, like on a on a scale from like one to ten, one being like fine. Um, a ten big like uh, French press. Yeah, yeah. So maybe about like a four. Okay. Yeah. So not okay. super, not super fine, but not super coarse. Interesting. So yeah. there's probably some level of pressure. It's not mm-hmm. quite as fine. And then are you? You're probably. I assume it's like super hot water, right? Like two hundred, yeah, like four yeah. degrees or something. Yeah, I basically pour it over while like boiling. Yeah, boiling. Um, cool. I never used one. I've been intrigued. Um, I, t- I, I told Jess I wouldn't buy any more coffee equipment until we got a new kitchen because we don't have space for it and our kitchen is absolutely ratchet. Um, so maybe well, I am designing our kitchen like whenever yeah. I, like, and there's literally a section, like a whole drawer of co- like, this is the coffee drawer. This is for nice. all the coffee things. Yeah. Um, so they don't have to sit out and be ups- like unsightly. Yeah. Uh, but that's, that's <laughs> what this yeah. drawer will be for. <laughs> and once it's full, I will not buy any more coffee stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I, I've been, 
Go ahead, sorry. I said I told Mandy that I want an espresso machine. I do too. But you've seen the size of our kitchen. There's no way we could fit an espresso machine in our kitchen. I know. They're so... I've been looking at... I mean, are you thinking like espresso machine? Like like uh, uh, like a... F not an... Um, like semi-automatic, like a, like a proper, you know, near commercial grade espresso machine, like totally manual. Uh, like a Nuovo Semelli or whatever, is that what it's called? Uh, that's like a uh, super like professional. Um, yeah. But no, not, not like that. There's one I was looking at. Uh, yeah, like you're, you're going to put like a La Marzocca in there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, the one I was looking at was called. Uh, Maybe Ranchilli I should think. Uh, oh, the ranch. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah the Ranchilio Silvia. Yeah. yeah, that's. I mean, that's like you know a home professional, fully you know manual. Uh, 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 I mean, yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm not. I'm not saying that's silly by by any means. I'm. I'm with you. I'm 100 percent with you. But um, yeah, it's like yeah, just trying to find the space. Yeah, maybe I should think about that because uh not that I'm gonna get one anytime soon, but it's like, hmm, maybe I should have like just a little just just account for like a, a, a water line just somewhere. So I don't have to like fill a tank. Like I could just plummet right into the <laughs> Oh, I say on. I say, yeah, that you're then you're you're really looking into like I think like, some of those you can plumb almost in. professional. I think you can plumb some of those in. Um, oh yeah, you, yeah, you definitely can for some. The it is enticing uh, to to, but it, I mean, it, it's like you obsess over it, right? Like I'm going to be reading about uh, how to the, the the correct pressure to to to, to yeah. like make the perfect cup of espresso, and mm -hmm. um, it it will consume me. Oh, you know, it, it's consuming someone that I work with. He just bought an espresso machine and like he has like a little book that he like writes all of his notes in. And we were talking yeah. about it the other day. And it's uh, I mean, yeah, there's like so much that you can do to it. It's, you let, know, let me paint a picture for you. OK, here's yes. and this is I'm. this is what happens. We have a party like Christmas Eve Eve. There's 26 people here. Right. Mm -hmm. Everybody's eating and drinking and having a good time. And it's like. Hey, coffee. And I'm like, I got you one cup at a time. And it just, it's, it's infuriating. My wife is going to yeah. murder me because she's like, can we just, <laughs> can we just get a ninja? Like, do we have right. to pour, have like individual pour overs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and after like two cups, I'm like, I'm done. Nobody else needs coffee. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I have like, I have like, and, I have the French press. That's how I like get coffee coverage for a group of people. I have them <laughs> yeah. all going two electric kettles, you know? Yeah. <laughs> just trying to make it happen. I would say like more than eight people. I'm not having coffee. Like you guys, <laughs> can get, you guys can get coffee on the way home. Yeah. Go to sheets. Yeah. Yeah. If you want coffee, you have to stay the night and I will make you coffee in the morning. But... In the morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but yeah. only two One of you spare room. stay the yep. night. Yeah. Yeah. Only two of you stay the night. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's exactly yeah, it. Happening. Yeah, <laughs> but it's just so much better, you know. Like it is. Yeah. Who am I 
am I gonna wake up? I'm not. I'm. I can't. I'm not gonna drink out of a Keurig. Like that sounds no. pretentious, but it's. I, I don't want I, hot water running through plastic, low grade plastic. Yeah. Ain't gonna happen. I, I don't think that's a pretentious thing to say because. A lot of people I talk with, they don't like Keurigs. They just don't like the idea of like water sitting in a tank getting stagnant and also, you know, hot water filtering through uh, unsustainable, non-recyclable plastic. Yeah, and also it's just, just like plastic. Like what happens when yeah. you heat up plastic? Like you get weird plastic shit. It, it makes your food taste weird. Um, mm -hmm. Who knows what you're ingesting? Uh, yeah. It's you can't clean the inside of those machines effectively, and yeah. um, your coffee's stale. Like it's already mm -hmm. stale. Come on, yeah. it's been ground for months. Like who knows yeah. how long it's been ground for? Yeah, I had a Nespresso machine. I had a Nespresso, Nespresso machine. I got it because I had like some sort of weird points to use somewhere, and I was like, hmm, maybe I'll try this. No, I didn't even like that. It was okay. Yeah. It was okay. Their, their their pods are aluminum. You you I literally like put them back in the bag, sent them back, recycled them. So they kind of make you feel better. They might be throwing them away somewhere. Who knows? They could be throwing mm -hmm. them in the ocean. I don't know where they're going, but it's not a part. It's not on my. I didn't lose sleep over it, right? Um, yeah. So they let you send those back and recycle them. Uh, and I think that they seal the coffee in there. Uh, under like a gas, right? So in theory, it's more fresh, but it's not like this was just roasted last week and like you open the bag today fresh. Right. Yeah. You know? so. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. The, the whole idea of them is stupid. I, I just, I, I can't really distinguish like the difference that. between the coffees either. Like you get different pods and they're supposed mm -hmm. to taste differently. And they really, to me, they really don't. Uh, not like I got a different varietal of bean, ground it, mm -hmm. and did two different types. Of, like I did a pour over versus a French press. Like those are vastly different. You're going to, you take the same bag of beans and you drink them in two different ways. They taste totally different, you know? And that's cool. Yeah. 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 I agree. And then with the Keurigs, like that's why they make so many different flavor coffees is to mask the, the taste of the shitty. You know what I hate the smell of? Yeah. Hazelnut. Any, I hate the smell of fake hazelnut creamer and coffee. Mm. It's, it's yeah, terrible. yeah. That's what I like. I get, I can't. I can't French do like, vanilla. Uh, yeah. Italian cr Italian creme. Creme. Mm, creme. <laughs> um, mm. Yeah, I can't. I can't do those anymore. No, me neither. Um, it doesn't really take that long to make a French press either. It's like f five minutes, you know. No. Well, yeah. maybe it's depends on how long it takes for your kettle to heat up. But after your kettle right. heats up, it's done in four minutes. That's it. Yeah. The thing I like about who, the who, who's yeah. who's moving that fast in the morning that they have to be running out of the door with a Keurig. Who doesn't have? I need that time to like. If 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 my life depended on saving six minutes in the morning, I got. <laughs> Curry's not going to save anything. It's I'm done. You know what I mean? I mean, I I mean I guess like I I could see it if like you have you have kids and you have, and you're like multitasking and like trying to get them ready for school and all this other stuff. Like I I can I can understand it. I could see that. Like 
put a thick pot in, press button while you're making your eggies for your your children, and then doing all that stuff. I like I I, I get it from from that that point of view. Well, no, um, here, how about but... this? Make cold brew. Put it in your fridge the night before. Done. <laughs> cold brew. Cold brew in the winter. Are you crazy? I drink iced coffee all year round, man. I do oh, it. You're crazy. Yeah, you're I just got one today. Yeah, you're, you're I like bad. the taste of it. I need the. I think it's a caffeine addiction, to be honest. I don't even think it's uh, anything beyond that. But yeah. I can't drink. Um, I need the caffeine, and I like the taste of coffee. I like to drink mm -hmm. it out of a out of a ceramic mug. I like mm -hmm. to sit at work in the morning and sip like it's a nice ritual. Yeah. Um, if I drank a like I can't take caffeine another way, you know. Like I don't, I can't drink an energy drink. I'll, die, I'll literally feel like I'm dying. Oh yeah, me, me neither. That's too, yeah. way too much caffeine. I don't know and, what those are. Yeah, and weird artificial shit. And last time I had a Red Bull like was probably when I was 21, and it was a shot with Jägermeister in it. Well, that was probably <laughs> last time I had any amount of Red Bull. It was like <laughs> over 10 years ago. Uh man, the, the things we did while we were young. Yeah, stupid, stupid things. Stupid things we did. That's true. Yeah. Um. Bear with me one second. You can keep talking. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna go grab drink. Okay, go grab a bev. One of your um, uh, Justin is off grabbing a uh, non-alcoholic beverage, not to be confused with an O'Doul's. We can admire the handiwork he's done in his basement Aww. over the last year. There it is. Aw, thanks. Um, yeah, we, we can keep this casual enough that we could just go grab drinks whenever we want. I like I like your hat. Is that like it's like it reminds me of like a fisherman's hat. Uh, what are those hats called? Um fisherman beanie. Is it really? Okay. Yep. Yeah, it seems yeah. like you should be on uh, like looking for crabs or something, you know. Um I'm trying to go, post. <laughs> trying to go for the um, uh, Steve Zissou Life Aquatic uh, vibe. Um, yeah, I, I just need to get a red one. Um, I have my red car heart, and it does. It's very yeah. Steve Zissou. Yes. I um. So I told you we're going on this uh, sailing trip to Sardinia, yes. and my goal is to get a red beanie um, to take on the trip with us on a boat. Please. Please do that. And that'll that'll be that'll just be my hat the whole time we're on the boat. Uh, when what month are you doing that? September. Oh, very nice. Yeah, and we're talking about going to Barcelona. Um, I think after the trip on the way home. For very nice. Days. Yeah. I just finished um the Stanley Tucci series uh on CNN. Was it Searching for Italy or whatever? That's one of my favorite shows. It's really good. Oh, speaking of, I got another cookbook for Christmas. It's also sitting right here. I didn't stage these, uh, but this was a uh, we did a we did like a um, secret Santa. I don't think we called it secret Santa. I think we called it secret holiday person or something to be politically correct. But um, I'm not even joking. I love I love, love it. But uh, my secret holiday person gave me the Stanley. Oh, cookbook. awesome. Yeah, so that's good. That's two cookbooks for Christmas. That's that's a good Christmas. I'd say so. I'm up. I love them. I'm I'm actually um, thinking of a space 
for some cookbooks in the kitchen so they don't all have to live right here and uh i think that's i think it's nice to have some cookbooks in the kitchen you know i mean they're right at your disposal like, yeah yeah you know what i want to do justin okay so what? i have some i uh our local library they were selling like a bunch of books like old books that nobody cares about well let me ask you are you on a first date basis with a librarian her name's rachel <laughs> rachel the librarian my <laughs> jess is on the board so yeah there's like a the, i might be catering a white linen event in august or like uh, so, sorry I, I might be catering a library garden party in august if you're interested come and come and cater it with me Dude, and my brother I, I tell me just tell me when i will be there. okay it might happen awesome. I could, we could use the hands uh come up with some cool stuff um for sure so i yeah. went to the um the library you know old musty book sale and they had some like just bizarro like 1960s 70s and 80s cookbooks like these are like you know mom's favorite casseroles or america's <laughs> great casserole books yeah. and i'm like these are gems like yeah. i need to like recreate these in a different way and i feel like yes. that could you could you could you could have so much fun doing that so i'm gonna peruse these things and then um uh we can try and make some stuff yes like that definitely needs to happen yeah there's like a 1980s bone appetite appetizer book oh that's pretty right? cool yeah the casserole cookbook <laughs> there's a victorian cookbook the victorian cookbook dude i i meant to tell you that reminds me so when mandy and i went to new england we went to salem one day and we went to the um the salem witch museum and they had a cookbook there that was called what the salem dames cooked and it's all recipes from like the 17 and 1800s salem dames salem dames That'd be like a really yeah. good like women's basketball team. That really would. Like I just love the like, Salem Dames. That's a good team name. Yeah. Or like I could see that as like roller derby. Even better. Yeah. Yeah. Even better. That'd be a bad. That would be a badass roller derby team. I love roller derby. It's Me underrated. Too. It really is. It's it's so awesome to watch. Yeah um but yeah you need you need to make those recipes happen Ca casserole I do. all at all day all yeah week. and i hate i hate casserole and this i'm gonna make it i'm gonna figure out how to make it work for me what's your favorite worst casserole tuna casserole i, hate, I hope oh 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 <laughs> tuna noodle casserole oh get out of here with that can't even even think of it uh chicken cat like even like like anything with like cream of whatever soup oh yeah cream of mushroom cream of celery celery uh cream of chicken cream of oh, uh, it's like sodium <laughs> central man yeah oh my how do goodness. you how, how do you cream a chicken anyway <laughs> i don't even well, want to know you gotta you gotta pay for that that part of the conversation <laughs> we gotta get on patreon for that a, a ten dollar super chat or whatever it's called will tell exactly. you exactly how, yeah. how a cream uh, how you cream a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, oh, this is gonna be this is gonna be great. I know it. Uh, it's lovely. It's flowing. 
first 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 conversation so okay so let's circle back around so like we yeah. this is something we're going to try and do mm-hmm. weekly yes. bi-weekly whatever I, like right? i would say let's start off bi-weekly and if things go well we get a nice rhythm nice flow do yeah. it weekly yeah yeah they don't, they don't have to be the longest form we're, we're, we're figuring yeah. it out this episode one and we have a name for this thing we do and it's called what yeah scratch the hog and how did we come up with Scratch the Hog? So it's a it's a, it's a mashup. It's a mashup of um, our random side projects. Um, sure. From yeah, scratch. So, yeah, from scratch, which is you, Zach, Pontius, uh, and Heifer and Hog, which is me, Justin Gerino, Soft G. Um, <laughs> Oh yeah, that, that's always, like that's like a thing. That's like is a it thing really Gerino? I always thought it was a Gerino, but it's Gerino. Oh, it's a hard to know. Soft G, my friend. Mm, yeah, okay. that, that like I'm I'm uh, kind of adapting that persona, Soft G. Um, like that's like you're, that. you 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 yourself are a yeah. Soft G. I, I am right? a I am a I am a Soft G. Um. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> so it's this is Scratch the Hog, the podcast. This is Scratch the Hog, the podcast for people that like to hear about people like food yeah two two bumbling buffoons talking about food it works yeah maybe maybe some will be more coherent maybe some will be more rambly who knows who knows maybe maybe you know what i want to guess i have an i do have an idea yes guess would be cool yeah we could get people to join people that actually know the act stuff about food you know mm-hmm. not just us speculating about why noma is prof- non-profitable um just a really good series jess and i are totally obsessed over it it's it's like weirdly good the acting is really bad but it's like um uh, like it's like unsolved mysteries acting, you know, like like <laughs> like recreated like f- for historical drama- events, but it's so dramatization. Bad. <laughs> it's just like weird, but but uh, it's on the History Channel. It's called um, I think it's called Foods That Made America. Have you seen this? I think I might have seen it. And it's like the Heinz Company, right? Oh, Kellogg's, yeah, yeah. Post, like there's Hershey's. It's like it's unbelievable how these companies come to be. You know, it's mm-hmm. absolutely unbelievable. Little Debbie, you know, like yeah. all of these uh, uh, famous Amos. There, it's it's really, really, really good. Mm-hmm. There's like three seasons, and it's just absolutely fascinating. Especially when, like, the way that they create it, it's like, um, uh, uh, oftentimes there's like a rival company trying to do a similar thing. So, like Post and Kellogg were. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't want to give anything away, but that was like pretty tumultuous, you know, like right. at the time. So, um, really interesting stuff. I think I might have Hershey's watched and Mars, you know, yeah, the Mars, yeah. Mars, Mars bars. Yeah. Yeah. I think I might've actually watched this at Manny's parents' house the one time. Yeah. The acting's terrible, but it's like, no, it's, it's so bad. It's yeah, terrible. but it's interesting. Yeah, and everyone's the same, you know. Like the founder, yeah. there's like the founder who's like this, like uh, uh, optimistic. Uh, we can do anything, and there's always like a malcontent being like, "Nah," you know. <laughs> and it's like every episode is the same one. Yeah. We should do this, but the the bottom line, you know, like that sort of thing. <laughs> right? Yeah. You know? But it's it's, like, it's, I want to make I want to make the best cereal 
in the world yeah but like even like the franchise like that really came on strong in like this 50s and 60s it's it's a crazy it's crazy how like subway came to be the story's so cool oh it's yeah so neat you know yeah um so what i want to do at some point and i was thinking about this because like i don't i don't need a lot of you know candy bars or anything but i i don't know if i should even tell you like <laughs> if you ask me what my favorite candy bar was you'd never uh, you would never guess it it's like so weird and random and i feel like i want to know like what your top five candy bars are we don't have you, you, you can think about it you can think about it okay now do m&ms count because they're, they're not a candy bar i would say reese's but, counts i guess we can count m&ms do we count m&ms it's not really a candy bar is it a candy i don't think we should right. i think it needs to be chocolate based i don't think you can say starburst right yeah you yeah. know what i mean maybe we can say that your favorite top five candies chocolate primary okay. ingredient has to be chocolate okay 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 now that can it be all right yeah i'm overthinking it i'm thinking it's like oh well like can it be like this fancy chocolate no it's got to be candy that you would eat as a kid it has to be like, at the Rite Aid register. Like, right, has, yeah, you know, yeah. like, we're not going to some French <laughs> yeah. boutique here. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. I don't want anything with like candied lavender. Okay. This is, yeah. this is milk chocolate. No, 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 salted, no salted caramel with orange peel, dark chocolate. Jesus. We're not going to get any subscribers <laughs> if we keep talking. Yeah. Um, no, I want to know. I want to know. Yeah. We can talk um, about it. Okay. okay. I don't know if they still make these or not, but I think one of my favorites in the top five is the cookies and cream Twix bars because they had them in the nineties. Then they brought them back a few years ago or last year, but I haven't seen them since. So they might be gone. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mine is. What is it? Mr. Good. Mr. Good bar. Oh, what are you? Mr. Like, Good bar. What are you like? 50? I know. I love it. Dude, it's so good. Just peanuts and milk chocolate. It's the it's perfect. It's perfect. I, mean, I, I can't I can't fault you for that. Chocolate and peanuts are. I know. I really. But really I, for some reason, that the way that Mister that Mister Goodbar just hits in it every time. I love the minis. I look forward to the holiday season because from mm -hmm. from from Halloween to New Year's, we got little mini Mister Goodbars in the house. You know. Nice. They're gone now. I ate them all. Oh, I mean, obviously, of course. I like a crackle. I do like a crackle. Um, but wait, what, I would a, say a what? The crackle? The like? It's the Hershey's um, with the the like Rice Krispies in it. Oh my god! Wait. Do you mean the Nestle? Oh wait, no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking of it. I'm thinking of a Nestle's Crunch. Yeah. And I love a Reese's. I think a Twix uh, is great. A Twix is a great bar. Yeah, tw yeah, Twix, Twix are awesome. Um, man, I can't believe you like Crackle. Oh, they're terrible. Oh, they're oh, terrible. Really? You don't like? <laughs> oh man, the crunch is way. I, I mean, I, I think I think it's just. <laughs> oh, me. you like the I, Nestle's Crunch? You like the Nestle's I, I Crunch? I think yeah, I think it might just be like 
the the Nestle's Crunch is like what I grew up on, and Crackle is like what was left in like a candy bowl from Halloween. Um, that like no. <laughs> well, I don't know where you grew up in your you know gated communities in Beaver County, but up here in oh, Ridgeway, I, I, we uh, <laughs> could only afford Crackles. Dude, I'm from Farrell, Pennsylvania. Population a thousand, I think. Um, you know what else I like? Hmm. The the wet call it. I love those. Isn't that a good? I, I feel like not enough people know about the wet call it. No, and they've been consistent ever since I've had They're them so as a kid. They're so good. It's so perfect. Good. Like it, it seemed like one of those like crazy marketing schemes where it's like, literally, we're gonna throw everything and make the thing, but I'm like, it mm -hmm. it works. The wet yeah. is good. Yeah. They did yeah, try to make really it good. too big. I feel like they used to have the that's too much what you call it, like the king sized. Mm -hmm. Just yeah. get the normal sized one. You'll die if you eat the big one. Yeah. You know. Don't I do feel that the way about, I feel that way about any giant candy bar. You'll yeah. eventually die if you eat a big candy bar. Um yeah. I really like I don't know why. I, I mean I'm, I'm M's. Well, yeah, I, I love peanut butter M and M's. Those are like those are definitely one of my butter. favorites. Peanut butter M and M's. I like the classic. I love a chocolate, just classic M and M. Okay, maybe I am yeah. sixty okay. years old. I don't know. I'm weird. I don't, yeah, I mean, yeah, you got you got the uh, <laughs> old soul. <laughs> well, the Wetchmacallit yeah. Twix. I think yeah. the Twix is good. <laughs> I hate I hate Butterfingers. I think Butterfingers are disgusting. Yeah, they're not my favorite. I mean, I'll eat one if it's like in front of me. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, they're not. They're it not just my shows up. It's yeah, like, it's on just your like desk oh, it's like oh, here's a... twist my arm. <laughs> yeah, here we I go. If, if it's the only candy in the house, I guess I'll eat it. <laughs> what about a Kit Kat? I like Kit Kats. Yeah, they're those are good. simple. Like you know, really, really good. Hasn't um, haven't changed. It's been the same forever. Yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah. It's um, I like a good Snickers. See, yeah, Snickers is good. Those I don't love like the Milky Way. I don't love the Snickers. I don't know what it is about those. I actually I do I do like a musket three musketeers. Nougat. Give me that nougat. Yeah, just like nougat and chocolate. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Um I'm trying to think like what else is good. Um how do you feel about like bit of honeys? Like you're like 60 years old. Do you like bit of honeys? No, maybe, kind of. <laughs> I mean, they're okay, I guess. I'm more of a Werther's original. Let's get ass. You like Werther's? Yeah, I, I mean, if I had a pick, I'd pick the Werther's. Yeah. <laughs> they're good. Do you remember when Life Savers made Cream Savers? I remember those. Justin, I was just about to say cream savers. Really? <laughs> Strawberry. Yeah. Because uh, like the packaging, I can remember it. Like that white and pink or white and off purple packaging. Yeah. Cream savers. Those things are so good. Like, do you know that they still make them? Oh, no. Like we, like we got some, we got some at a candy store up in Boston. Do they taste the same? They do. Are they yeah. good? Oh yeah. They, yeah. We, they had strawberry and orange. I don't know if I'd like orange. I don't really like that orange. I don't like that creamsicle flavor. But really? No, it's weird. I don't like it. I don't like creamsicles. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Uh, I don't. There's something about like orange and cream that just doesn't do it for me. It's weird to me. Oh man, it's like so iconic. I know, but I don't like it. 
I like berries. Peaches and I'm gonna cream. have to look for those. I'm gonna have to look for those. Yep, I'll eat peaches and cream. Yeah. Maybe. I think you could buy these online. Maybe I'll send you a pack. Oh, here's another thing I wanted to ask about. Maybe we're burning yeah. through all the good asks about. So, uh, popcorn. We learned a lot about popcorn in this series. It was mm -hmm. uh, um, uh, Orville Redenbacher mm -hmm. versus, uh, what's it called? Pop Smart Pop or Pop Secret or whatever it is. Pop Secret. Pop Secret, yeah. Yeah. So, did not know this. Orville Redenbacher, the person was like this crazy person that did everything he could to engineer the what he thought was the perfect kernel, the perfect type of popcorn with the right moisture content. So it popped fully and it was super fluffy and the same amount of weight of kernels popped more volume than everybody else. Did you know that? It's crazy. I had no idea. I hate popcorn. Really? It's not, my favorite. It's not really my favorite thing. But... I didn't eat, I never really eat popcorn. I never ate over Redenbacher popcorn. And sometimes I like movie theater popcorn, but it's always kind of stale. Mm -hmm. um, we, got some Orville, we got some more red. It's good popcorn. It's really good. You know, I'm not like getting choked, choking on like those weird husks and stuff that's in mm -hmm. like, uh, mm -hmm. you know, the other popcorn. So I'm going to say yeah. try Orville Redenbacher. Um, we got a, um, Jess loves popcorn, but we have like the, uh, the air, popper. the air popper so i got some some orville uh kernels coming to try the air popper out see i, I and this is where i'm gonna sound really pretentious but i <laughs> i i buy i don't buy brand name popcorn i usually okay. go to like some weird boutique popcorn weird, weird boutique uh whether it's like a farm stand farmer's market buy some uh, like like amish popcorn mm-hmm Cook mm -hmm. it in like a in our big pot with some oil. Do it up with like salt and vinegar powder, dill. Yeah, salt and vinegar powder. The works like truffle oil, Parmesan cheese. My goodness, this is a meal, D dude. All right, so when we come to your house in your anytime. fancy new kitchen, or even if well, it's in your that's in not your, anytime. In your, it, all right, well, when we come stay in your house, even <laughs> if it's in your in your shitty kitchen. Mm -hmm. I'll make you some. Can hundred percent call this kitchen shitty. This is so shitty. <laughs> I'll make it's you some so good shitty. popcorn. I'll make you popcorn no. that I'll I'll convert you. I'm on. Popcorn I want to hear it. Okay. I actually want to try the um, getting into it. So I'm excited. I you know I don't like. I think it's the microwave, the bag, the plastic, the weird stuff. Mm -hmm. Who knows what's in that? Yeah. But um, I do want to. Uh, Come up with some seasoning combos. I think would be really interesting. Cool for popcorn. Yeah, or just slather it in like cheddar cheese dust. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that either. No, absolutely not. Or just like some steak seasoning. Really? Like, oh yeah. yeah. Steak seasoning Steaks. and popcorn. Mm -hmm. That's really good. Damn. Yeah, there's like so many different things you can do with popcorn. That's Underrated. Yeah. yeah. Make sweet popcorn. Yeah. Like, so like some chocolate and stuff. Kettle corn is okay. It's okay. Eh, yeah, it's okay. Uh, I could take it or leave it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Sometimes think about boutique popcorn. I gotta go find some some person <laughs> on the side of the road hawking their 
corn. I mean, like, I'm sure, like, there's plenty of, like, fancy popcorn up where you live. It's like... I mean, I even think, like, Bob's Red Mill makes popcorn, you know, that's, like, of a higher quality. So... Yeah. Yeah. But honestly, like, if you're... If you're just getting the kernels from Orville Redmonger, like I'm sure they're they're fine. They're engineered for maximum yeah, toughness. Yeah, perfect, perfect, perfect moisture yeah. content inside yeah. that kernel. It's just the vessel, and then you just throw on whatever stuff you want. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I think popcorn is going to be my 2023 uh, exploration, one of many. But uh, I feel like I've been missing out weirdly on popcorn. I think I think you have been. It's time. Yeah, I like corn. Yeah, just I like corn. I like <laughs> corn. <laughs> it's corn. Yeah, who doesn't like it? What else? What else you got? Um. Um. In terms of mm-hmm. thoughts, feelings. Um. A little sore today. A little sore? <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Sitting on a computer all day. Upper back issues. All that stuff. Neck pain. Yeah. I have not a very, like, I, I'm actually, I have a, at least I have a staying desk, but because I keep it at a height, I use like a tall chair. And that's like <laughs> kind of the worst thing to sit in, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> like a elevated chair. So, yeah. Um, you know what? You know what's been, sort of frustrating me lately. Tell me. As a uh, passive uh, content creator mm-hmm. from one from one passive content creator to another, aspirational content creator to another. Yes. Um, I like YouTube and I like long mm-hmm. format content. I love mm-hmm. it. I like to learn. I like to get in deep. I like people creating interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like seeing it come to fruition in like 20 minutes like that's short 20 minutes mm-hmm. but you know let's talk about like cooking shows right there's lots of really yep. good quality cooking that happens on youtube you know there's mm-hmm. a lot of it yeah um there's some not good stuff but there's like some really good stuff like people put out Absolutely. really interesting stuff there's really great personalities it's it's mm-hmm. it's pretty pretty good now, the influencer world of TikTok, mm-hmm. there's like this whole genre of like, I think bull, I know where you're going, like bullshit recipes that aren't even like real. It's just like slop. And it's like kind of like shock and slop in a minute. And I don't understand no. it. Why? Dude, Why? I, I asked myself. That same question. That's one of the reasons why I refuse to get on to TikTok. Um, I don't know what is trendy or what's appealing about someone wasting food and like just piling all this food into mush just for views, mm-hmm. just to get likes, and it's so wasteful and. I just don't understand. I just can't wrap my head around it. Like it's it's it's, it's so frustrating. Like on on no lip. So it's it all then they all look the same, right? It's it's yeah. 
it's it's usually a woman it's not always a woman but it's usually a woman the it's everybody's you know shiplap white and gray kitchen that's always looks the same yep. and um it's just like weird you know i'm gonna put this thing in you know here's raw chicken here's Velveeta cheese here's a can of you know whatever whatever and they just pile it and pile and pile it goes into the oven and it comes out looking like junk I think, we're talking, I think we're talking about two different things we're we talking but about different on, things but, yeah but go but go on, go on. no no I, it's just like it's it's like you're not learning like if you're watching this thing you're not actually learning anything that's valuable about cooking mm -hmm. because that's not like recipes are the least important thing about cooking like mm -hmm. zero like you don't know any recipes to cook yeah um and to your point it's just like people i mean you're just wasting food I don't know. Yeah. Well, what people I'm, making things in a sink. They're just like mixing yeah. shit up in a sink. Yeah. And like people that are piling food on just like a bare countertop. And Actually, yeah, stupid. like, yeah. And like, I can't, I, I physically cannot watch those like videos because that's like the type of content that is just like infuriating. And it's like, why, like, why, what's the point? Why are you wasting all this food just to, have people like it like i just don't understand it's butter boards are trending what is it a butter board what's that it's a board you put dabs of butter on and then you put the butter on your bread but there's like all these different types of butter boards that are like a thing my brother and sister-in-law make bang on whipped feta boards. Like this is like they're they're amazing. Uh, okay. Okay. But people are just putting butter on a board. So this actually doesn't bug me that much because like if you get like a really nice like cultured French butter that sure. you, can, like, you like to like top everything with and, you know, like kind of use that and to like spread, you know, like toast or crackers yeah. or whatever. I can, I can kind of see that because like a really yeah. good French, like cultured butter, slightly salty. Nobody's buying delicious. Nobody's, nobody's buying French butter and putting it on <laughs> right. nice baguettes here. You know, they're just getting, yeah. you know, land or lakes, nothing wrong with it. Unsalted mm -hmm. butter. Mm -hmm. And putting yeah. it on their Pepperidge Farm Triscuits. Yeah, it's I just mean, lazy. It's just lazy content. Like it's just, and it's yeah, like that. Yeah. This is a little bit different than like, um, it's just like it's a little bit different than like the I made uh, spaghetti in my sink kind of junk. But yeah, um, it's also just kind of like lazy. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit lazy. Like I'm not too bothered by this as I am by like yeah making. I'm, I'll send a you some Sunday stuff. You'll be bothered by. Okay, yeah, so, yeah. Send me like what a, you're, like a, what you've like seen. A toilet, to toilet. I, I mean, like, Sunday. yeah, like the uh, yeah. Uh, fuck, like why, why? I'll never understand why. It doesn't make any sense. We're in the wrong business. We just need to, we just need to give up. Start making shit. Oh, in we're one hundred percent in the wrong place. <laughs> We've been recording for an hour and twenty minutes. Like we could have we could have just made a minute of content, you know. 
like in the toilet, we, like toilet we, we should have. Um, like we could have made like a chocolate sauce in a toilet bowl with and you know, you know, there's always this like, oh, you're just why are you disparaging people that are doing like it's stupid, it's not good. Yeah. Like these these formats, like TikTok, like they're literally the smartest people in the world are going work there, and they're figuring out how to give you more ADD, so you spend more time scrolling and it's more addictive. It's junk. It's everything yeah. about the formats junk. Everything about the content is junk. It's all junk. It is because it's all it's all engineered for you to easily make content and for me to easily digest it. Yeah. And for them to make money. Yeah. You it's know? just like it's just like the um the so-called five minute crafts or the um hacks, like the kitchen hacks, which yeah, I am like real. so infuriated. That's, That's a good example. By. That's a really good example. Um like I hate those like with a passion that um I mean, first of all, they don't take five minutes, most of them. Um look why they're not really most of them aren't really solving a problem. They're just making you do more work and i i like i I believe that they're just making it just for content sake that they're not oh yeah like all these content forms are just like churning out all this all this stuff and oh yeah they're all like eastern european content farms too a lot of them are i think that every that crafts one it definitely is yeah yeah i um what was i gonna say related to um one of those eh, i forget anyway yeah they're they're silly for sure oh i know i was gonna say yeah there's like the one trick that i think it looks good but i've never been able to successfully pull it off and it's like the cutting cherry tomatoes in between two court lids have you ever tried that no so like you take i like you know no, like, i've I've seen it. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And yeah. it's like, oh, how could this not work? I have sharp knives too. Like, like I'm not running butter knives through these things. And I do it and I can't pull it off every time I try it. Like I it's a dozen tomatoes cut at a time instead of one at a time, one at a time, one at a time. It's like this should work. This really should work. And it doesn't, it really doesn't work very well. Yeah. Between um, the lids. I yeah, uh, I've never I mean, for me, it's like the time it would take to gather up like ten tomatoes and do the thing. I'd like, I'll just have it done already, or like it'll take me like five seconds longer. You know, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's. I mean, I just cut them individually, but I was like, that yeah. was the one thing I was like, that actually seems clever, and it doesn't work very well. It yeah. Doesn't, and I don't think people, most people, even have a knife sharp enough to dip, to pull it off. So, yeah. It's, I don't know, like techniques like that. Yeah, I'm sure they save time, but it, they're kind of like taking away from like proper cutting techniques because that's true. I mean, like there is a chance that you could, like, yeah, you know, try to cut the tomatoes like that and the knife slips, cut your arm. Like, actually, you, I think you're, you're, you're kind of uh, on. Like, if you don't have your finger, your finger sort of up and flat and you roll it over, you really could nick it yeah. uh, on the other side. It is, it is super awkward. It's not, it's it doesn't work. I'm just yeah. I'm making it to your point. Uh, <laughs> just cut things the old-fashioned way. Yeah, like learn how to, you know, use a knife properly, cut things properly. You know, just simple techniques, and you won't want to have to, you know, buy 
unitasker things to help you cut yep. like a head of lettuce or a zucchini or whatever. Yep. You, you I was just, I, mean? I was just talking. So my wife, Jess, she's not, um, uh, she doesn't have the burning passion to be in the kitchen. Like I do, which is fine. Like it's not yeah. for everybody. Only hundred percent, right. but she actually, yeah. she, she wants to get, she wants to learn more. She wants to feel more comfortable. And we were just doing life skills yesterday. Like we were making a soup and um, we were just, we we're chopping, chopping the maripoil, right? Getting our mees <laughs> chopped. So celery, mm-hmm. carrots, like those are great things to practice on different, t- different and onions, right? All different. Yeah. You approach them all different ways. Mm-hmm. They're different densities. And um, it's a great way to think about like how you use the tip of the knife, how you use the back of the knife, um, how you hold the knife here, how you hold it by the bolster, do the choppies. We were going through it all. And uh, it was really, it was cool. It was, it was cool to see her get more confident with it too, you mm-hmm. know, and, and yeah. start chopping more. Cuck your fingers, don't leave them out, stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Those are the things that make people comfortable cooking, not gadgets or. It is. And I actually, like, I think. Or like, life hacks. A hundred percent. And I think like, you know, I don't, it's, you always see like these lists of like top, 10 things that you should have in your kitchen or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like a sharp knife is really like a sharp knife is so much safer. It's so much safer than a dull oh, knife. Yeah. And Absolutely. like, I, I've seen like the barrier to entry to cooking. It, I think it often starts with knife skills. Like if you can practice mm-hmm. your knife skills and you get comfortable just making simple cuts and chops, um, you're going to, really start motoring like just get a bag of carrots you know chop mm-hmm. them up for the week and eat them um yeah. feed them to your rabbits whatever you have like it doesn't really <laughs> matter right but just practice yeah. just going through them going through them going through them because like you actually like push you push it's mm-hmm. not always a cut towards you right you're not doing these sort of fast jerky motions you don't use the point of a knife a whole lot like you're chopping away from you your Mm -hmm. arms like a locomotive you know uh whatever that thing is on a locomotive (laughs) that moves a wheel right like (laughs) anyway but it it was cool to see like confidence uh grow and Mm -hmm. um you know i would say just over the last couple months uh you know just with some basic stuff um I got her a book. It's on back order, but Jamie Oliver has a, like Jamie Oliver is great. He's a, he's mm-hmm. a, he's a, like a wonderful cook. Uh, his philosophy is really interesting. Um, and he's, he has a whole, um, uh, book coming out. That's like proper one pot meals, right? Like, mm-hmm. and it, honestly, like a lot of meals are one pot. Like right. I know this, right. Yeah. But like, if it becomes approachable to realize like, I only need one pot, right? Like mm-hmm. I can do everything in this thing. And you really learn, like you'll learn yeah. how to layer, uh, um, how long things take to cook, what you layer in first, how you build flavors. Like that's cool. Make the one pot menu, like make the one pot cooking book. Like awesome. Uh, yeah. it's going to have some bomb recipes cause it's Jamie Oliver. So mm-hmm. we're excited. Absolutely. We're going to work through that kind of stuff. Nice. And it just feels approachable. Like, I mean, I'll be honest, I'm kind of a maniac in the kitchen. Like it's an explosion. There's pots and pans. There's things everywhere. <laughs> it happens. But yeah, I, yeah. I, I did a one pot meal tonight, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was great. Yeah. 
yeah no that's that's awesome man yeah i'm, I'm excited to see what you guys make hopefully uh, assuming you guys post them when you make yeah them. yeah we'll post them awesome that salad that salad i made was bomb by the way the fennel it looks fennel, it looked really carrot, good. orange oh i mean it's perfect fennel yeah sliced on the mandolin didn't use a knife nice razor thin yeah. awesome um yeah we we wrapping is this are we calling it um i mean yeah yeah let's do it because I, I don't want us to like go through uh too much content i gotta gotta yeah. gotta, gotta, gotta i mean Keep i know there's fresh. a lot to, yeah a lot of a lot to talk about um all right so but, yeah. this concludes uh episode 0. 0.5 of <laughs> Scratch po possi po possibly episode one possibly episode one yeah <laughs> and um we'll we'll figure out the kinks uh as as we go right uh yeah but we'll, we'll make it happen cool but it'll, 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 it'll be rough in the beginning but yeah um always always great to see your face miss you always is i miss you too bud take hopefully, care ho hopefully we'll see each other real real soon yeah i mean yeah first of all we'll figure out when you guys can come up um and i'll let you know when we're in town and let's go get dinner yeah absolutely even if like we have to like stay somewhere else in ridgeway and just to, like see you guys then. we're our, our bathroom is almost done oh okay i'm gonna wait for the bathroom then. <laughs> well it's our bathroom <laughs> but there's a second bathroom oh, yeah. that isn't that isn't demolished yet so there might be a good window <laughs> yeah. cool. awesome cool right, man. Take care. Man. good seeing you you too man bye, bye.